Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful <laughs> Louisville, Texas. We're going to die. It's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. Can you hear them, like, carrying on in there, too? No, are they talking? Or what? I don't know. The other day, Adam, like, Adam's office is, like, on that side by Tepper, and he was moving some stuff around, and I legitimately thought I was going to die. I'm going to fix this. I also genuinely... So, Tepper got up, but I'm going to tell you all this. Sometimes I genuinely think something lives in the roof of this place. Like, I'll hear some scurrying around, and it's not good. This is a very on-brand intro to this show. Tepper's going to yell at his boss. But that also means that he's not yelling at me. So there are positives. There are positives to this Tuesday. He's <laughs> Here he comes. I'll give you a play-by-play of Tepper walking in. Keep it down! We're doing an internet show for the people! Tuesday. This is what happens. Uh, just a regular Tuesday in the Dave Campbell's office. Just ridiculous aren't they on their meetings savages yes <laughs> they're in there carrying on as if like we're not broadcasting for our for our wonderful viewers ridiculous my name is greg tepper i'm the managing editor of dave campbell's texas football magazine texasfootball.com a corresponding website thank you thank you for spending part of your day with us empowering through this nonsense whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook where you listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm sitting here and I can hear them through the wall. Oh. <laughs> With, uh, come on. And they're not just having a meeting about like operations. <laughs> what could po- you know what they're talking about? I guarantee you I know what they're talking about. What are they talking Fancy about? football. That's oh, Absolutely. That's what they're doing. They're talking about that dumb fancy football. I got league. the dub this week. If anyone, good for you. I'm. You're the only person I care about winning in that league. Thank you, because I think I am. So, I'm sitting here. Over there is is my my fantasy football champion. <laughs> She's the Duchess of the Dork. She's the champion of the people. Yes, That's what the we're going people, for. The people's champ mm-hmm. over here. Uh, today's Tuesday, October 6, 2020, 51 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1042. 1042. If Andre Rodriguez is OPS in 2000, he was the reigning MVP uh, heading into that year. He only played 91 games because of injury, but if he had played the full season, he would have won another MVP, but that's not here nor there. On today's show, friends, we're going to announce Dave Campbell's Texas Football Teams of the Week and the Dairy Max uh, Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. 
We're going to hear from Cy Ranch coach Sean McAuliffe after their big win on Friday. Thursday? Thursday. In the back half of the show. We'll be joined Mm -hmm. by... Friday, because he was at North Shore on Thursday. Friday. Correct. Thank you. Or Saturday. Ding. I don't know. (laughs) No, because he was at Shadow Creek and Bridgeland on on Friday. Saturday is the winner. (laughs) We got it. Uh, in the back half of the show, we'll be joined by Craig Way, the Texas High School Hall of Famer, to talk all things Texas high school football and maybe some Longhorns and see if uh, the city of Austin is on um, is it, on watch. In flames. You're Couches in flames. are burning exactly. everywhere. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Alan Shepard, Meese, Aaron Flynn, and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, friends. Okay. Now that we've got, like, everyone quieted down, our do you know what I, you know what I feel like? Hmm. I feel like... This must be what my wife goes through as a fifth grade teacher. Yeah. Of like, I'll be quiet till you guys are quiet. Yeah. I'll just wait. I'll just, man, it's your recess. I hated when it's your recess. They did it's your that. time. You yeah. Can, that was you the can worst. Spend it however you want. Because then there was always like one goofball Billy back there who just kept laughing, and you just wanted to thump him or punch him. But maybe I Johnny just had Loudmouth. an anger problem. <laughs> Johnny Loudmouth at the back of the room. <laughs> By the way, and here's the other thing. And I'm not. I don't mean this as some sort of uh, some sort of uh, sexist rant. Mm-hmm. Always a man. Always a always a boy. Yeah, because they always can't quit dude. laughing. Mm-hmm. Like they would always keep laughing. Always a dude. It's never like a girl back there who's just like carrying on. It's no. always it's always a boy. Yes, except at that age. Yes, yes absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Now, normally, you know. Yeah, women talk a lot typically. Well, I was just saying. No, I was just saying that like typically, you know, men are. Very low key, and um, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Dave Campbell's Texas football is proud to honor one team from each classification with the Team of the Week award. The school selected throughout the course of this program have best exemplified the values of Texas high school football. Your Week Six, Dave Campbell's Texas football teams of the week. In 6A, Pasadena Rayburn. The Texans' defense held Houston Milby to just 125 yards of total offense. And Brian Aguirre's touchdown pass to Esteban Navo was just enough offense as Rayburn snapped its 29-game losing streak dating back to 2017 with a 7-6 victory. Congratulations to the Texans. In 5A, Lubbock Coronado. In the South Plains showdown, it was the Coronado defense who stood tall, stifling Lubbock Cooper and giving quarterback Sawyer Robertson more than enough latitude as the Mustangs beat the Pirates 28-0. In 4A, Dallas Carter. Case Williams found Red Red Muman Walker. Red Muman Walker. (laughs) There it is. On a 12-yard go-ahead touchdown with 2.38 left as the Cowboys surged past rival Dallas Kimball for a 24-20 win in the annual Oak Cliff Super Bowl. That brings me no joy as my mother is a Kimball grad. But congratulations to Dallas Carter. Sorry, Mama Tepper. In 3A, Lyford, the Bulldogs held Premont's powerful rushing attack in check en route to a 33-7 victory, becoming the first public school team from the hard-hit Rio Grande Valley to win a game in 2020. In 2A, Hawkins. Braden Adams ran for a pair of touchdowns, and the Hawks' defense dominated district rival Beckville in a 32-6 victory, uh, improving to 6-0 and clinching the program's first winning season since 2010. Woo-hoo. In 1A, Abbott. The Panthers rode an eight-touchdown performance from Caden Johnson to a 73-28 win over defending state champion Blum, moving to 6-0 on the year. 
And in the private school ranks, Dallas Fairhill. The Falcons' defense stood tall in a 32-12 victory over Garland Christian, nabbing the program's first victory since August 31st, 2018. So those are your Week 6 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Teams of the Week. In 6A, Pasadena Rayburn. In 5A, Lubbock Coronado. In 4A, Dallas Carter. In 3A, Lyford. In 2A, Hawkins. In 1A, Abbott. And the private school ranks, Dallas Fairhill. Congratulations to all of the schools. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches for the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide on the winner via a Twitter poll. It all go, uh, all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. Your Week 6 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. Eastland Offense Coordinator Damon Rogers. In one of the wildest games in recent memory, Baron Morton notched 10 total touchdowns as the Mavericks surged past Panhandle, 91-71. Hamlin defensive coordinator Ryan Lucas. In a top-five matchup in 2A Division II, the Pied Piper's defense stymied Winthorpe to bring home a 14-0 victory. Shirts Clemens defensive coordinator Danny Lang- Langiel. The Buffaloes' defense was ferocious, holding San Angelo Central just 213 yards of total offense and handing the Bobcats their first shutout since 2008. And a 35-0 win. And El Paso Bel Air offensive coordinator Mike Treviso. In their season opener, the Highlanders offense looked like it was in midseason form, racking up 474 yards total offense and averaging 8.9 yards per play in a 55-6 romp over Clint Mountain View. So those are your Week 6 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Dairy Max, built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. Eastland Office Coordinator Damon Rogers, Hamlin Defense Coordinator Ryan Lucas, Shirts Clemens Defensive Coordinator Danny Langell, and El Paso Bel Air Offense Coordinator Mike Treviso. Vote now on Twitter at DCTF. I'm bit by chocolate milk. I know you are. Literally. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> Matt Stepp was down in H-Tine. It was H-Tine Holotine um, for Matt Stepp. A weekend in Houston and caught up with a number of coaches. One of them, the head coach of the Cy Ranch Mustangs, is Coach Sean McAuliffe. Here's Matt Steph's post-game conversation with Cy Ranch coach Sean McAuliffe here on Texas Football Today. Matt Step, Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at Pridgen Stadium in Cy Fair ISD. Here with the head coach of the Cy Ranch Mustangs, Coach Sean McAuliffe, after a 45-7 win over Cy Ridge to even your record at 1-1. Coach, congratulations on the win. Thank you. I appreciate it. Our uh, coaches did a great job this week getting kids ready to go, and our, our kids did a great job of starting fast and, uh, you know, kind of answering some questions that we had at the end of our ball game last week against a really good South Fair team. You know, you know, I know last week you played a really good team, but, you know, losing leaves a bad taste in your mouth, and then you have to wait an extra day. You're playing a Saturday night game. Uh, did, did the kids, I mean, it seemed like they came out with a little bit of an edge today and really played fast and physical. Do you feel like they were stewing about that a little bit and were ready to go tonight? I think our kids were. Uh, I told them last week at the end of our game, it's not because of a lack of talent that we came up short. I don't I don't think it was a lack of coaching. Uh, I think it was, could we execute when it was tight and, and could we finish games off and finish people? And, and we felt like we, we kind of didn't do a very good job of that last week. So, you know, th- this week they were, they were challenged a little bit and they were challenged right before they came out and, and I couldn't be happier for them. They, they responded the way uh, you hope they would respond. Uh, you know, I I think we got a chance to, to be a pretty good ball club before this is all over with. 
Uh, offensively, I thought your quarterback, DJ Sears, did a fantastic job. He runs the run pat, the RPO stuff you guys do really well. Uh, he, he's a real dynamic runner, uh, and when he needs to throw the ball, he's really accurate when he throws the ball. What, what kind of player, you know, since you got here, what kind of player has he and have you seen him grow as a leader in your offense? Uh, he, you know, I, the football gods have blessed me. I, I got to coach a Jalon Williams and, and a couple other really, really good quarterbacks, and, and DJ's going to end up turning out just like those kids. Uh, he's a hard worker. You know, last year was a learning curve. They, they went from, a, from an offense that he bootlegged a lot, and 18 passes a game was like a record to, to what we do right now, which is wide open, try to push tempo a little bit, and he's just responded. You know, he, he was pretty hard on himself last week after the game, didn't think he played very very well and and uh you know he, he's a innate leader and, and a kid that really really wants to shine when it's time to time to do that and uh, i couldn't be happier for him or brad manning the offense coordinator and our staff for for the game plan they put together for that kid you know you mentioned you guys like to be up tempo and be a little more little wide open but i thought when you guys wanted to run the football and get downhill with your running attack your offensive line did a heck of a job and they were able to do that tonight uh, how pleased are you with your offensive line and their play tonight I, I couldn't be happier. You know, I got two really good coaches and, and Coach Hooten and uh, Coach Perkins. They take a lot of pride in what they're doing. And, you know, we're going to we're gonna try to hang our hat on running a zone-based offense in the run game and mixing some of the gap scheme stuff. And it helps. We have four of the kids back. So, you know, the learning curve wasn't as 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 severe as it was last year with the kids returning and you know uh Cypress Ranch is a good place to be man we got great kids a great community and, and these kids take a lot of pride in putting on our helmet and getting after it Defensively, I thought you guys were really good. You really disrupted their, their attack uh, all night long. I thought your defensive line controlled things. Uh, your secondary was in the right places as well. But I think, it, you know, defensively, just like on offense, it starts up front. And uh, you feel like your defensive line had played really well tonight, didn't they? Oh. Uh, you know, Blaine Channels, uh, uh, for our nose, is a four-year letterman for for, for Cyprus before this all gets over with. Uh, he's as good as any that I've coached, and that includes, you know, the Marvin Leals that are at A&M and, and some of the other guys, Dalton Robinson. Um, Ashton Porter, number 90, is only a sophomore. He's got he's got an unbelievable upside, and, and you know, our other end, Chibi, is only a junior. So those kids are big and athletic, and uh, they, they make me look like a really good defensive line coach. I, I think they got some innate abilities that, uh, you know, we – we were fortunate enough to put him in a good position tonight to make plays. Uh, it make, make, makes a coach look real smart when he's coaching talented kids. I mean, I mean obviously, you, you do a great job, but co coaching up talented kids is, is, is a lot of fun, isn't it? Without a doubt. You know, uh, I've been blessed, man. The football gods must like me for some reason. I, I got to coach a bunch of good kids at my previous stop, and I, I get to coach a bunch of great ones here. And uh, I, I think it all starts with our community. You know, these kids want to be good in the classroom. They want to be good in the community. Their parents expect it. Our admin expects it. So, you know, we don't have to do a whole lot of motivating. They, they're kind of kind of motivated to begin with. And you know, they didn't like the way last week ended, and they, they, they want to kind of make a statement. I thought they did a nice job tonight, and on to district. Question for you, Coach. Uh, you know, how do you celebrate a big win? What's the, what's the post-game meal of choice for Coach McAuliffe after a big win? Probably going to be a Whataburger patty milk meal for like the third time this week because I've got I got two little ones at the house and a, and a freshman and uh, there's some nights Mama doesn't really cook too much uh, she's running around chasing a five year old so I think we're gonna go with some Whataburger and uh, you know get back to the school in about I don't know twelve hours and, and get to work on our next one. Congrats on the win. Enjoy it while you can and I appreciate what you do for student athletes in the state of Texas.
Yeah, I appreciate you too, man. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's always uh, it's always good when you win. It's a great day to be a Mustang. There he is, Sean McCall, the head coach of the Cy Ranch Mustangs. Caught up with Matt Stepp after the big win on Saturday. Appreciate uh, Coach McAuliffe giving Stepp a little bit of his time after their victory. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's your subscription package. You get two magazines, uh, a year's worth of exclusive online content, TexasFootball.com. Okay. I actually have some news about that. Okay. So if you subscribe today, starting, I think, yesterday. Sorry, I'm late on this. If you subscribe today at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe, the first magazine you will get is the 2020 Recruiting Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. That comes out in early December, early to mid-December. That comes out then, profiling more than 400 prospects around the state. That will be the first magazine. If you subscribe today, you will your subscription will be winter and summer. So then you will get the winter edition, so the recruiting edition for 2020 uh, coming up, and then you will get the 2021 summer edition, which has Ashley Pickle on the cover. So texasfootball.com slash subscribe. And the cannons. become a Dave Campbell's Texas football <laughs> be, be insider. Flexing on the cover. That would be... That would be iconic. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Pickle, let's go to the hotline, and let's bring in the play-by-play voice of the Texas Longhorns. You hear him on the horn in Austin uh, with Jeff Howe on Light the Tower every morning. And, of course, you see him on High School School War Live on Fox Sports Southwest every Friday evening. We are joined by the great Craig Way. Craig, I guess my, my, my initial question is, I haven't seen a webcam shot of the city of Austin since Saturday afternoon. Um, what is what is the status of the... Uh, on fire or not uh, of the city of Austin after Saturday's game? Well, I don't think it resembles Chernobyl yet, uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but uh, there's a buzz. <laughs> there is, there's a buzz. In fact, in uh, visiting with uh, Toby Rowland, the voice of the Oklahoma Sooners, there's a very similar buzz on both sides of the Red River as they uh, coincidentally get ready to clash on Saturday at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. So I guess both teams will be bringing the fire with them. So to speak. Uh, yeah. Yes, so to speak. That is that is uh, certainly the case. All right. Before we get into the Longhorns, I do want to ask you about Red River uh, here in, in a little bit. But I want to ask you about about high school football specifically. And and I want to start with a question that I probably should have prepared you for. And that's just that's a sign of a good friendship. <laughs> is that I'm just going to put you on the air and and, and put you on the spot. Um, I think there's a lot of teams that can claim to be pound for pound the best team in the state of Texas. I think there's a handful of them out there that that uh, are in that mix. But Craigway, right now, here on October 6th, you're looking across the Texas high school football landscape. Pound for pound, because obviously I believe a 6A team would beat a 2A team. We're not talking about that. We're talking relative to class. Pound for pound, the best Texas high school football team right now is? Shiner. Mm-hmm. Uh Pound for pound, and, and those are the key words there. Um, and now I said that quickly, and I'll stand by it. But <laughs> I put Carthage in there too. Yeah. 
Uh, so, and again, it's the pound for pound comparison based on who they're they're playing. Shiner, perhaps uh, in the, the pound for pound comparison, maybe just a slight edge on carpet, simply because of the opposition they faced, where they faced them, and how they have you know, advanced through it. Uh, Carthage has been very, very impressive. Argyle's been really impressive. Um, obviously, uh, uh, teams like uh, Westlake, uh, it looked like they picked up where they left off from a year ago. Ryan looks really, really good and knock it off a pair of state-ranked, top-10-ranked 6A programs. Uh, but if you're asking pound for pound, uh, maybe right now, slight edge for me would be Shiner. So I, I think that that's an excellent choice. I, I think that there's a handful of them. I would probably, for now, hold off on any grand judgments on six A and five A teams. I think we're just for me. I'm, we're just a little bit too early for that. But yeah, the, the teams that came to mind would be teams like Carthage, Argyle, Shiner. I think Mart maybe in that mix. Although we just you know yep. they're they're just they're just they're so hard to judge. Although I think this week against Bremont we'll get a better a better feel for them. But that is, to me, the, the interesting part is that now that we're into, we're this deep, I mean, it's crazy to think, but we're this deep into the small school ranks, we can start looking at these resumes, and I think you're right. When you take a look at what Shiner has done, when you take a look at what Carthage has done, to a certain extent, when you take a look at, I would probably put Argyle a little bit behind them uh, between uh, Carthage and, uh, and Shiner. But yeah, I think that you do have these teams that have, again, October 6th, a lot can happen between now and AT&T Stadium, but it seems like they've separated themselves maybe a small bit from the pack so far. Well, and I think I think that's the, the whole reason for the words pound for pound, because mm-hmm. if you were to ask us right now uh, which teams would we expect to be at AT&T Stadium in November in classes 1A through 4A, the ones we just named are the ones we're expecting. I, I think we're expecting uh, perhaps Shiner to be there now, who knows? Furio may have something to say about that. Probably mm-hmm. will have something to say about it. Hometown line, we'll find out. But uh, obviously, uh, Argyle, uh, Carthage, even though they're very competitive divisions that we that we've seen in 4A. So uh, you know, we'll we'll hold off on uh, complete lead pipe cinch judgment until we see more of land passes. Until we see more uh, of uh, uh, Pleasant Grove when you get to the playoffs. West Orange start. You know those programs. You've, you've, they've got to have their their moment, their opportunity, and their due. But I would say if you're if you're back in a corner, give me teams that are going to be in each division in the state championship. Some of those are the ones we named, and and I completely agree with you that it's such early returns on six A and five A. Mm-hmm. That said, and, and and this is it's probably the only one with the possible exception of Westlake, the only one that you can truly feel comfortable in saying, oh, yeah, they look like they're going to be in Arlington when, when it's state championship time. Uh, the, the, the only one out of those two upper classifications that you could feel really that comfortable saying that about right now is Ryan, yeah. based on what they've done so far. Uh, we're talking with Craig Wade of the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation the hashtag TF Today. All right. Uh, I do want to ask you about a gentleman that I believe you had on your show today because it's kind of crazy that we haven't talked a ton about Lake Travis probably because of just the circumstances that they've just played their first game but at this point with Lake Travis if they start a season with their starting quarterback in tow do we then worry that Hank Carter is not going to know how to react? Because it seems like every single year 
they're having to scramble into the quarterback room, and yet every single time they come out with a, a new quarterback that they've picked off the off the prospect tree. Well, I think that the the key in that whole deal, Tap, mm-hmm. is that while you and I and maybe Pickle and several others would look at it and say they're scrambling in the quarterback room. There's not much scrambling going on there. They kind of have their plan going back to whether those kids are playing at Lake Travis Middle School or Hudson Bend Middle School. Uh, they, they have those kids fired up and, and, and ready to go. And Bo Edmondson was uh, stepped right into the fold and looked really, really good on to the injured Nate Yarnell. But having said all that, and you're right, he was on my program this morning. Uh, he's very happy with his running game. Weston Stevens went for 125 and a couple of scores and, and, they got Marcelo Alanis back. Remember, he was out after he had the great start last year, then had the ACL injury, missed the rest of the year. He had uh, 89 rushing yards and a couple of scores. So he was very pleased with what he saw, uh, you know, in terms of his offense. I asked him to nitpick a little. I said, nitpick. If you, if you, your coaches always look for stuff to improve. Where can you be better? And he said, yeah, maybe a little bit better in our secondary. Uh, he said there were some balls. I think our guys could have been a little more competitive to try to intercept. And they and they faced a good quarterback in R.J. Martinez at Westwood, a good passing attack. But there, there was very little for them to be displeased about in that first game. I, I am kind of curious to see, uh, you know, uh, John Walsh gets his, his first real heavyweight dose of having to compete in this district with San Marcos playing at Lake Travis on Friday night. And uh, and Hank reminded me. He said, "Oh, we go way on back." When I was at Stephenville, uh, and uh, and he was on the staff at Brownwood. He said they've known each other a long, long time and are good friends. That'll be intriguing to to see how that goes this week. Uh, and then, of course, I do have to ask you that um, you about what you're going to be doing Saturday. It, it as strange as it is to say, this Saturday is the second Saturday in October. And you've been busy the second Saturday in October for quite a while. You'll be you'll be uh, you'll be local. You get to hey you get to you get to you know, I guess relatively uh, sleep in. You don't have to wake up at four thirty in the morning to drive to you know God knows where to call a Texas game. Uh, as it'll be it'll be Texas and Oklahoma at the Cotton Bowl in a very different kind of of UTOU game in that they're outside the top 20. This is just the second time in the last 20 years. Um, do, with with all the big Red River games that you've called, you've called games where they're both, both ranked in the top 10, games that are very clearly for the Big 12 championship. Does this, does this have to be among the strangest, just all things considered, does it have to be among the strangest of the Red River games that you've ever called? Put it this way: You got to roll it back uh, in in the memory bank. It reminds me of '97 and '98 mm. uh, when when both teams were at a low ebb, and 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 Texas was struggling, and Oklahoma was struggling uh, in '97, and then which was John Makovich last year in '98. The last time both went in to the game unranked. Uh, of course, the, the Longhorns are going into the game uh, ranked uh, 22nd, Oklahoma unranked. But uh, the, this this particular year, uh, but that was Matt Brown's first year there in '98. So it, it's been a while since those programs have been at this particular ebb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas has gone into it with one loss several times over the years. Oklahoma occasionally with one loss. Rare to see one with one loss and one with two losses. 
rarer still to see Oklahoma at one and two going in and Texas at two and one going in. So it's, it's different. Now, having said all of that, um, if you talk to players, uh, talk to Tom Herman, I'm sure Lincoln Riley said the same thing at his news conference today. Uh, it, it is what it is. If you're in Austin, it's Texas OU week. If you're in Norman, it's OU Texas week. Uh, by whatever measure and, and uh, nomenclature you're using, it's still the Red River showdown matchup, and there's still going to be a lot of emotion. And then there is the the added drama of uh, the, the loser very well could be all but out of the Big 12 conference mm-hmm. race, especially if it's Oklahoma since they started 0-2. If they win, they're 1-2 in the league. And then the Longhorns fall to one and two in the league, and they both could be uh, in some trouble there. So in places like Ames and Stillwater and Manhattan, they'll be watching very carefully, seeing if their chances of making it to Arlington will be ratcheted up, if for no other reason, because somebody else taking another hit come Saturday. He's Craig Way. He's the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer and the voice of the Texas Longhorns. You can hear him call Texas and OU on the Longhorn uh, Radio Network as well as uh, hear him on the Horn in Austin with Jeff Howe on Light the Tower every morning and see him on High School Scoreboard Live Friday nights on Fox Sports Southwest. Craig, it was great to have you back in the saddle last week, my friend, and I guess we're just going to do it again this week. <laughs> well, it, well, we'll do that, and uh, let me tell you this. I, I'm, I'm well aware of all the seriousness of the, of the postponed and canceled games that happened in the north central texas area mm-hmm. uh due to whether, whether it be contact tracing itself or the COVID, because it's, it's now started to trickle in to the greater austin area with the vandegrift stony point game being pushed back in november now because of a member of the stony point staff so uh and and vandegrift may be trying to do what canadian did last week yeah. you know mm-hmm. even though it's not a forfeit they only had nine on the schedule anyway go out and see if they can dig up another opponent for this week We will keep an eye on that. Craig, appreciate your time, my friend, and I will see you on Friday. See you guys. Take care. There he goes. Craig White, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. Tuesdays. Talking Longhorns. A little bit of Longhorns there. A little bit of Longhorns. And a little bit of Texas High School Football. And now we go to somebody who knows a lot about high school football as well. We go to Ashley Pickle for America's Second Favorite Segment Final Thoughts. Wow. Thanks for that introduction. You're welcome. Um... So you've got two games this week. I do have two games You're this week. You're doing Rockwall Carroll on Thursday. Yes. And then you are doing Flower Mound Timberview? Yes. Friday? Yep. I think Flower Mound Timberview sneaky. Yeah. I think it's a fun game. I think it's, I think people maybe don't realize how good Flower Mound is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a good and it's a good test for a Timberview team we've got a lot of high hopes for. Mm-hmm. So. No, I think, yeah, I think both of them have a good chance to be really, really good games, mm-hmm. hopefully, because some of my last ones have been rather boring in the second half yeah so i would love some some close games where i'm kind of sweating going well which coach am i going to talk to at the end of the game yeah (laughs) yeah um but the one thing i did want to mention i don't know if you saw it it is actually national coaches day so uh happy national coaches day to all the coaches out there we appreciate y'all listen here on texas football today every day is natural national coaches Day. you're not wrong I'm just saying that we don't need us. We don't. We don't need an excuse <laughs> to celebrate coaches. We don't like. You know. We don't. I'm. Yes. Let me be. Let me not be a jerk for a moment. Yes. Of course. Happy National, National coaches, coaches Day. There's that. But that said, it's that, more. That's just telling, Tuesday for us. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, yep. It's all right. Guess what? Tomorrow everyone. we're probably having another coach on. Yep. You know what I mean? Or at the very least, Thursday we're having another coach on. We had a coach on today. We had a coach on yesterday. We'll have another coach on Thursday. That's what we do here. Well, for all we you are, high school football fans, we live every week fans, like it's Shark uh, Week. Li- <laughs> yes, 
That's it. We're ending on that. That's the that's the quote of the day. Do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your <laughs> day with us. That. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Cy Ranch coach Sean McAuliffe and to the great Craig Way for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for the 1043rd episode spectacular. Woo! Texas football today. <laughs> 